Good morning and welcome to the Small Business Cheerleader podcast. I'm joined today by Natasha, the owner of Concept Tech, Albany's award-winning IT specialist. How are you this morning, Natasha? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm good, I'm good. I'm so glad to have you here because everyone in small business needs some help when it comes to their IT and especially security. Now, I myself, as people probably know, had Facebook ad account hacked um, not that long ago and it really, really brought to my attention the, the importance of having and being on top of your IT security for small business and how devastating it can be when things go wrong and that are beyond your control. Um, so firstly, I wanted us to talk about um, the landscape in Australian cybersecurity at the moment. Um, how is it sitting and what are you seeing from your side of things? Well, um, it is an interesting one. Now, um, I come from England, as you can probably tell from my accent, and I came over 10 years ago and where England was 10 years ago, I think Australia is just hitting in terms of um, internet security, cyber security and all that kind of stuff. Now, interestingly, Australia um, is one of the, <laughs> I think it's in your culture where you're very laid back. So you're like, she'll be all right. <laughs> you hear, yeah, you hear things happen to other people and you kind of go, oh, you know, we especially because I live down in Albany, a lot of people are like, oh, you know, I live in a rural town, nobody's going to be interested in me. But it, but that's exactly who they're interested in. So um, when you talk about Australia as a whole, there are certain worlds, uh, certain worlds, certain countries in the world that won't actually let their employees work from Australia digitally because of the state of their cybersecurity. So that's a big red flag. One of my friend's mum works for a massive um, HR company, which is worldwide HR company. And one of the places she's not allowed to work in is Australia. That is so interesting. I didn't oh. know that. Yeah, she's allowed to work in Africa in certain areas. And she's allowed to work in, um, she's not allowed to work in the Middle East, I don't think, but certain places in Europe she's allowed to work. She lives in New Zealand. She's allowed to work from there. Um, but yeah, she's not allowed to come to Australia, log on and work from here because Australia's cybersecurity is so bad. <laughs> okay. Well, there's something I didn't know and something I think is going to scare all of us um, because that is something that we just assume that Australia would yeah. be top of the world on some level. Mm -hmm. So, oh my gosh. So what is it the small businesses need to start taking responsibility for then when it comes to, to their online security? Well, the, the most um, sought after stuff is data. So all your personal information, all your business data, all your customers' data, and just every, like, even your own personal computers hold data and obviously your mobile phones too. Mm -hmm. So um, we'll come on to that later because I hate the fact that we still call them phones. But anyway. <laughs> Yeah, that's, the least, that's the least thing we do with them is make calls yeah. that's for sure I know I do anyway so yeah and what Australia is trying to do and they've got a I think it's like about a 10-year plan now they've looked at the state of the cybersecurity in Australia and they see that small businesses are being targeted quite a lot because um, the hackers know that small businesses don't know a lot about IT they don't budget for IT and they don't really see it as important. Um, a lot of people just assume 
that there's going to be security in the softwares that they use or the applications that they use. And there is to a degree, but once you purchase it, you have to put those changes in. So you have to change the security to how much you want it. Um, the same as you would um, like on emails, how you personalize your emails. So, you know, you go in, you can change the font, you can put footers on it and all that kind of stuff. So what you need to do is go into the back and change those. So Australia's put out this um, Australian cybersecurity strategy and what it's doing, it's going to start implementing changes. Um, before I say legislation, <laughs> it's interesting that Australia has no laws around tech. Okay. And, and in that, in that, I mean, there is no standard that you have to be at to work with tech. So you can have. You can have somebody who, um, like a tech person who's been working on tech for 30 years and knows a lot of information, but they're not necessarily, um, you know, they might be really good with hardware, but they're not necessarily really good with software. And this is where it's all changing because it's going from hardware to software. So Australia are putting steps in that way and they're trying to get the small businesses to start being aware. They've got a thing called the Essential 8, which has um, come out probably about three or four years ago. And what they're going to do is start um, putting legislation in and rules and legal obligations that we all have to follow in relation to what kind of security we have. Because at the moment, you would know that there is um, cyber insurance. Mm. Now, I'm probably going to trigger a lot of the insurance people. <laughs> Go on, do it. Start a Because <laughs> it's fake anyway, but whatever. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> but um i've had some bad experiences with insurance people but um so you can go and buy insurance for cyber security and all your business but yeah. what they won't do is check that you have the basics in place so if something happened and you went to go and claim for that they'll go oh well you didn't have one two three and four in place so no you can't claim yeah yeah. And, and I mean, that's it. And most people would assume I've got that insurance. I'm fine. But mm. they'll leave it in the small print that you need to be on top of regulations. You need to be on top of what the latest things are and make sure that they're all covered. It's so much. Yeah, that's where insurance is so confusing for small business owners, especially if tech is not your biz, even if it's just working online. And, you know, if you have, um, you know, a small business that has an e-commerce or stuff like that, it, you know, if, if there's a minefield that you need to be on top of in relation to collecting people's data, their credit card details, what you're doing with that sort of stuff. Um, but in protecting it, isn't it? And making sure you're ticking all those boxes. And that essential yeah. aid is important. Um, and something that, yeah, I think really needs to be brought to people's attention. And that's just the base basic level and it goes on into like it goes it delves deep in because these are just the like just skimming the top so you've got like the basics in place but then each of when you look at the essential eight and you can find it on um i think it's cyber.gov.au mm -hmm. um but type it in google essential eight um australia and it'll come up with um the government site and you can go and have a look and it'll just have like the first eight steps and then you dive deeper into them because you can drill down to how far you get. The other interesting thing about small businesses is they don't tend to, when I say they don't have a budget, 
we see it all the time where people come in and they have a computer which is over five years old possibly 10 years old Mm. and it's their only one and it's got all their business information on it Mm. but the other thing they don't have is backups and a lot of people don't really understand backups um and it's essential for small businesses to have because if you don't have that and your computer just breaks say or there's a thunderstorm and you have a surge then you can't get that information back now that's kind of good good for the customer because it's not going anywhere (laughs) yes it's not up in the cloud it's on a device but it's not safe because it's lost yeah and a lot of people do like with the cloud stuff the cloud is really good and there's two options you can have you can have a sync or a backup now a sync is different to a backup and i can explain that if you like (laughs) (laughs) because i'm a um we're yeah everything we have is in the cloud um, it used to run Dropbox. Now it's on Google in the Google suite um, because mm. we have remote staff and we all use that yeah. as a server as such. But I remember the days being in an office where there was a whole room. Do you remember like where the server was and we'd have... Oh my God, they still got them down here. <laughs> it's like a whole room dedicated to a box. <laughs> you had to keep it cool and the IT guy would hang out in there in a chair and it'd be like this guy that you didn't know who he was um but he'd be in there looking at stuff and lights and stuff so yeah and now I don't it just everything just is around and I can find it from any device anywhere I am which is great but surely what yeah if you can explain the difference between a sync and a backup I think that'd be important because a lot of people are confused around all of it yeah so there's a couple of things with a sync and a backup a sync what it does if you look at a timeline so you start syncing your work that you're doing at nine o'clock ten o'clock eleven o'clock twelve o'clock what happens is it overwrites each previous save so at nine o'clock you'll have a copy at ten o'clock you'll have a copy but this nine o'clock copy will go away because it's been overwritten by the ten o'clock and that keeps happening now if you get a virus or hacked or anything then that's gonna stay because what it's doing is just taking a duplicate and getting rid of the, the copy before. Yeah. Now with a backup, what it's doing is it's going, right, we'll take a backup at nine o'clock. So it takes a, basically say, a capture of everything there. And at 10 o'clock, it takes another capture of everything there. So you've got two separate imprints. So you've got this one and that one, and then it can go on for as, how long you want it to and how often you would like it. It doesn't have to be every hour, it can be once a day whatever is good for your business. Um, And then say between nine and 10, you get a virus. Then when it backs up at 10 o'clock, you'll have that virus. But at least you only have to go back to nine o'clock so you can get rid of all this, but you can only go back to the nine o'clock one and everything's okay. Yeah, was that like um, when the Mac was it had the time machine does does it still have that because i've got um i've got um i don't have a mac you know they used to have that time machine you could go back and see all the different yeah yeah Yeah. it used to be something i I just saw that it would save it and then it would save the one before and you could go back as far as you wanted to whatever version you wanted that was something the first time i'd ever sort of seen yeah i think that's mainly into their um operating systems and so if there was a fault with the operating system and windows do it as well so if there's a fault then you can just go back to the previous one so it's like a a reset or restore reinstall (laughs) 
Because that's important too. People forget. Um, if you have to, if you lose all of your um, operating software as well, I mean, it, it's a huge thing. Yeah. So it's just important. So wh what do you recommend? Um, what are the three most common issues that, that are brought to you for people to fix um, from small businesses in regards to either their backups or their security or anything to do with their IT? What's the three most common ones you see where people come to you to fix? So the most common ones are the backups because we're down in Albany. So it's a... <laughs> A little bit behind her. <laughs> Come on, I've seen Albany. It's beautiful. The people yeah. are so up to date. Come on. <laughs> but um, yeah, you still get um, the people, uh, the businesses that only have the one device with all their information on it. So, and they, oh, they're just so distraught because they haven't got a backup. And then obviously they feel bad because they haven't got a backup. And, you know, so I'd always say, well, when they come in, we say to them, you know, we can, we can probably retrieve your data. Now, we do a lot of retrieving in-store, but we also use a company in Perth who work with the, I want to say FBI, is that right, Pia? As in FBI? As in... You know, they work with the police and all that in the crime departments. I get confused between the TRG and the SWAT as well. I could never, I could never remember. There's so many American, English, Australian crossovers. I swear, if I have to call uh, emergencies, I'm going to call 911 or 999, I swear. Yeah. I've watched that many TV shows that it's going to take me two calls before I get my own emergency number. Luckily, I've tried it. A 911 goes to triple zero, so you're oh. good. Like one of those um, when you type in something on Google and it automatically takes you where it knows you want to go. Because we're all just we're all just mental when it comes to like, TV shows. We're just so ingrained. Anyway, getting off that, yes, yeah. the people so, looking after crime and things like that. So, um, yeah, and they can retrieve all your data, especially if your hard drives or your um, hardware has been extremely damaged. They actually break it down, yep. um, the components, and can actually get your most of your data back if it's been yep. severely damaged. Well, see, that's important to know, too. If you're doing something naughty and you delete it, they'll find it, won't they? Um, so don't ever think, just because you delete it and then you delete the backup of the delete, they'll they'll find it so a little, um, a little tip but if you uh, decide to delete your history on your uh browser, browser it will still be on your um modem so <laughs> everyone out there because they're going to come and get you so just be a decent human okay that would be great just be a decent human so that's one of the one of the most common ones is um yeah, businesses just being quite distraught because they've lost their data but you know we help them out with that and then we say look the basic form of a backup is you can get a um, like external hard drive and plug that in and just drag and drop. But again, that's very basic and that's not going to stop you transferring viruses or anything that you've got on your computer. So the second one is malware and ransomware. We get quite a lot of that. We probably have a malware incident once a week yeah. um, where people have been targeted and yeah, we have to take it like, off the system. We've had to deal with ransomware before, and there are some things we can do, but once you get ransomware, it's pretty much you've got to pay the ransom because it, yeah. it's just so encrypted, it's ridiculous. But there are a few tools that you can try. That's scary. I mean, I think for small businesses, that's scary. When people are holding your files ransom and you can't do anything about it. It's like when people, um, I had someone take over my Instagram account. Um, luckily, I had the two-step thing or whatever it is and I could get it back but just the fact that somebody took over my account and renamed it yeah 
And then I couldn't, unless I had that, you know, that security thing in place, I couldn't get it back. Oh, scary. scary. It is. It's very, very scary. And the third one that we have um, is out of date operating systems. So for example, if you've got like Windows 7 or if you're on, God forbid, Vista. No, <laughs> I had Vista. That was like a meme, wasn't it? In the end, like Vista was just a meme. Oh my God. I feel so old, but it's so true. It was just, it no one would understand how much, how bad that was. <laughs> and also if you've got a Mac and it's probably over five years old, the operating system will not be supported anymore. And what that actually means is that they don't do any more updates. And some people might be, oh, that's really good because they don't like the updates. But what happens is the reason for updates is when the software comes out, what people do, hackers especially, is they, as soon as a new software comes out, they break it down. It takes them a year, maybe two years, but that's their sole job. And they just break it down until they can, like they have it inside out and they know all the holes. And that's why Microsoft and Apple do a lot of updates on their software and your phones as well. You'll notice on your phones, it'll say the software update. Um, now so it, Windows, it pays to update. It does, yeah, because you have all the security features in there. And hackers <laughs> are quite good in a way because once they expose the um, holes, then obviously the companies go, oh shit, <laughs> I have to fucking fix that. <laughs> oh my God, could you imagine and, being in that department though? <laughs> and like you just come to work thinking everything's great and they're like, there's another hole. <laughs> <laughs> but they do actually employ ethical hackers as well, um, so. who would have once been naughty hacker, hackers. <laughs> and they pay them a lot of money to break down the software to find the issues. Um, because what they do is they put the software out once it's tested to a standard and then they just work on it that way. So, yeah, those are the three main ones. So it's the data backups uh, for owed people, uh, no, people, owed businesses um, who don't have copies. And then you've got your ransomware where people or viruses, basically. Now, we remove viruses, obviously, but ransomware is just one of those that we can sometimes crack it, but nine times out of ten, no. And then out-of-date software, those are the three biggest ones. And they're, you know, the, the ones that yeah. if you're on your computer all day, every day, and you're going doing your banking, your emailing, mm -hmm. you're going on Facebook, you've got, you know, all your apps like Canva or if you've got Photoshop and you're using and you're using the cloud and you've got that Windows 7 or even Windows 8 now, um, yeah, it's not going to be secure because it's been around for so long, like 12 years yeah. or something 13 years and that and that thing that got me the reason i think they got me originally i believe it was through canva um was my password and using that canva <laughs> yeah it said um canva had i think been the 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 catalyst for them to get in because my um a username and password were the same on other softwares. Yeah. So you know how they do that run check, don't they? Where they just go through and they do username and password and see how many, if they can get one, they see how many they can get. And I yeah. think it bing, 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 binged about 10 because I think I had them all the same. So yeah. I had to go in and change everything with new passwords. But explain to me one final thing that I get a lot of questions on is the dark web. So what is the dark web? Is it real? <laughs> really have your bank numbers and your emails? Because my um, security, my Norton security told me I was on the dark web and that Canva was on the dark web, my logins. And that's how they got me. Is that true or is that just Norton trying to make me scared? No, it's true. 
Yeah. So I'm on the dark web. <laughs> and you can check. There's things that you can do. I did it on my Instagram post because <laughs> I was naughty and my Google personal account, which I've had for years yeah. and haven't really changed the password or got, I've got changed it all now because I found out it was on the dark web. <laughs> Only one though. <laughs> That's what, and Google has good privacy in that. I found with Google Suite anyway, which I use, it comes up and says, look, these are compromised passwords. Yeah. Go in and change each of these, which is mm. what we did because you yeah. said you've got 14 compromised passwords because they're all the same mm. as whatever and you're compromised. And you're like, God. And yeah. then there's a part of you as a small business owner that's like, yeah, I'll do that next week. Like that's, you know, I've got this 30 to-do list and that's like really low, but it needs to be high because if I get, if I get hacked, all those other to-do lists ain't happening. Yeah, so it exactly. was really hard for me. It kept telling me I had all these compromised things and I left them and then they got me. And then of course, then I go do it. Yeah. So the one thing that um, I kind of talk to people about hackers is, you know, your business so you're passionate about your business. That's how you make money. That's how you live the life you live. That's how they do it. So think how passionate you are about your business and how passionate they are about getting money for free. Yeah, that's exactly but right. If you go and on the dark web. Software, haven't they, to, to do it? Well, they don't even need it. They can go on the dark web and they can get ransomware as a service. And yeah. what you do is people, people make it and they sell it on the dark web, just like they do with all the other horrible things that happen on the dark web. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, yeah. but yeah, so they sell it as a service. You don't even need to know how to code. You just pay them the money. They send you the code. You deploy yeah. it and it just goes and then it brings back all oh, the money. You know so, what? I'm in the wrong business. That's what I, know, I, right? <laughs> I think I'm missing out. I'm trying to fight, fight the wave of dark webness when maybe that's really, I'm only joking. I don't want to be in the dark web. But I don't. Is I'm on the dark web, let alone. Um, yeah, well, that's exactly right. And I think they're the things it's sort of, if we run over what we talked about, it's, it, it's making sure that if you do have cyber insurance, that you're, you're covered, um, you know what you're covered for, yeah. you, you keep constant um, uh, updates via the cyber.gov.au website, you know what's happening for your They've small got business. one called um, Smart smart online as well i think or safety that's smart right online. i, did see, I yeah. did see that one as well it's it's a, just as you said even if you just google it and and look for government ones that'll give you the updates um mm. and check out that essential aid and 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 any other ones you can find um and make sure you're covered in that regard secondly make sure that um you're taking responsibility for it you're doing your backups you're making sure that if you're doing um your online syncing that you know, all of your passwords are right and everything's um, got passwords that are normally 500 numbers and letters and things that aren't as easily. Yeah. Or you have out. a password manager. Um, yes. it, only, it only needs to be like 12 letter, 12 letters, numbers, symbols, whatever long. But if you've got a password manager, yeah. how that works, it takes that password, puts it in a vault, and then it generates a new password every time you log into that app. 100%. So. I've got LastPass for mine. Um, yeah. And it creates, um, you can get a free version or a paid version and it uh, allows you to access those passwords from anywhere, but it also allows you to create and generate those passwords um, that are less likely to be hacked. And that's what we had to do. Once we went through all of those, went through every software and you'd be surprised how many you have. 
You when you have to go back and change passwords <laughs> all of them, wow. So don't be blasé when it comes to your passwords because we do create so many on the fly. Yeah, we do. We're downloading softwares. So spend a time, even if it's once um, a month or once every six months, go through and really do an audit of all your passwords. Um, mm. It's also good to, to get out we softwares. Every 12 weeks is a good Yeah, good that's amount. what I reckon. Yeah. Every, quarter, every quarter, go through and do an audit and just make sure you're on top of all this stuff mm. because, yeah, you can put and it in. Include. Yes, exactly. I've got Norton on my phone. Yes. Um, and just to Not keep many it people safe. know you can get antivirus for your phones. <laughs> oh, and that's, yes, very important because I use my phone more than I use my PC yes. when it comes to my business. So I made sure that it's on there. It tells me if I'm safe. It goes through anything I open or download. Is it safe? Um, so definitely check out. Now, what's one uh, that you would recommend in regards to antivirus software? Because there's so many, but is, there is, is there one that you would recommend more than the other? Now, Norton is in the top 10, I think. Yeah. Or top 15, so like that of Australia. But we um, use Trend Micro. Yeah. And we use that across all devices. Um, so yeah, it has separate ones for and I think most of them do now anyway so for Mac and your phones and yeah. different kind of setups that you have but yeah I think Norton's similar but Trend we like because we've always used it and they win awards all the time yeah I used and constantly yep Trend Micro I've yeah. used probably for the last five years mm. and then when I got hacked of course Google search got me and I searched for ones that did dark web monitoring Mm. Trend Micro, I think, does that as well, of course. But yeah, Norton got me because <laughs> it was like, we're really good at dark web monitoring. And I was like, yeah, give me that. <laughs> and I downloaded it that second because I wanted to get it sorted. So that's yeah. how I became upon Norton, whereas Trend Micro is what I've been using for everything else. So highly recommend yeah. Trend Micro. I've always had. But Norton just got me for the dark, the dark web monitoring at that time. Um, yeah. And with the antiviruses, it's the same as with any software. You can go in and personalize it to a standard so you can pick different things. So maybe on trend, there weren't certain things that you had highlighted for it to pick up yeah. because it can be like the basic once you go in and then you can read the information and it will tell you like different things that you can add on or not for extra cost, but you can add on for them to like look at. I can't remember off the top of my head, but yeah, most things have security, extra security settings that you can choose. So, And also um, one final thing from experience, the reason they got me was I had a new PC and I hadn't uploaded it. So I'd gone from my old PC and my laptop and things. It was on my laptop and everything, mm -hmm. but I just hadn't got around to putting it on the new one. Yeah. And in that time frame they got in because I didn't have it on there. So it's like to note though that what they were doing wasn't a virus, even though antiviruses do pick up that kind of um uh like what's the word I'm looking for? They pick up that activity, but they are spe specified for viruses. So they look for the scripts of viruses. Gotcha. When it comes to actual security of your system like that, then if you're if you sorry if you've got a business, you're you shouldn't be using a home modem or router. So you shouldn't be using one that Telstra or Optus or whoever you've got has just given you because it's a really cheap one. It doesn't have hardly any security settings on it, and 
you just you're leaving yourself open I don't think they have firewalls on them either so when you've got a small business you can go into somewhere I mean we sell them as well but you can go into like somewhere like Officeworks and they'll have modems and routers which have security settings on them yeah that's so where I got can, mine yeah and you can go in and they're probably start with about 150 and you can go in and you can get one that you can put firewalls up and then you can change all the security settings and you can have like different logins for different people and you know all that kind of thing so there are very various different things out there but a lot of people just think that they just use what they're given and it's like if you just look a bit further then you can make yourself safer um, and it's all about having those steps I relate it to child, <laughs> child control birth control because you know you can take a pill but it's yeah. not going to stop you getting an STD <laughs> 100%. You got to do the work and the research into who you're dealing with is exactly what we're saying. Because <laughs> I'm the same. I ended up layers. <laughs> when I started working from home many, many years ago, um, I went and got a Nighthawk um, modem and uh, with all of those security things and, and also the parental controls as well, you mm -hmm. know, and making sure your kids aren't doing what they're supposed to do, but they still get around it. God, they're smart like teenagers yeah. the amount of times I've installed software on their phones so that they can and then they just change their IP or they change their thing and they just or they down they discontinue the app I've given up if they're going to watch rude stuff I've decided they're going to watch it and I have to talk to them about it but that's another subject for another day <laughs> so um, I'm sick of putting net nanny and um, all these other ones on the computers over the last 10 years it's just it's a it's you can a get, um if you go in, you can change um, VPNs. Oh, excuse me, you can get like hidden VPNs and stuff like that, or virtual VPNs, which it all can. Yes, go, like, they already have five hundred VPNs for watching God knows what, and I have <laughs> VPNs on Norton, and I it just confuses me. I'll talk about <laughs> VPNs privately. I think to sort me out. <laughs> Um, all right. So, yeah, so really that's it. So making sure you're on top of it, making sure your backups are cool, making sure you know the latest news, making sure you've got your um, your equipment right, being it your uh, software, your passwords are cool and your modems. Um, and finally, where can people find out more about you and what you guys do at uh, Concept Tech? And also, um, yeah, because I'm sure you've got heaps of um, great resources for people to find out more. And also you work remotely. So being yeah, in Albany, do. you still work. Um, you can still, people forget, you can do this stuff remotely. So let, yeah, let um, people know where's the best place to find you and how can they work with you, even if they're not in Albany. That's okay. I would say um, social media. Um, so Facebook, our handle is Concept Tech One, and Instagram is Concept Tech underscore Tech Zero One, because Concept Tech was took somewhere else. <laughs> so we have Tech Zero One on the end. <laughs> but also, you can pop onto our website, um, which is www.concept-tech.com.au, and we're just in the process of actually upscaling or updating, should I say, our website. I'm going to have blogs and stuff on there. So Ooh, nice. I'm going to have tech tips. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's great because <laughs> people trust somebody when it comes to their IT, like you guys are very, um, um, 
you know, easy to talk to and, and, and can have dealt with a lot of these issues. Like you're saying, your website and blogs and giving them information is is a great give back, you know, because yeah. um, as you say, a lot of the time Google just leads us astray and we don't know what we're really doing. Like I did, I just panicked and tried to find something and then ended up with something. I don't even use half of it. So yeah, much better to read through someone who knows what they're doing mm. with small business instead of just Googling. Yeah. And, and getting... We don't mind advising, like we, we can spend a couple, well, I think we cap it at about 20 minutes yeah. just to help people out. And then obviously from there, if you need any extra help, it will be charged. But yeah, we're happy to help you out and figure out the best solution for you, which will actually fit your budget as well, because we know small businesses just don't incorporate that in their budget. So we have payment options and all that kind of stuff. But with IT, it's easier to actually scale it as well because then you're not so overwhelmed with all this new fangdangled technology. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, just scaling then, it a little bit at a time helps, I think, with the overwhelm. Oh, 100%. Because people like me Google and we get all excited and we do it all at once mm. and then we just let it go because we got, I don't know what to do with any of that. But I've got it, but I, I'm not using it, you know, to the best mm. of its ability. So I think yeah. that's where having someone in your corner is good. And it's great to have you as like a remote IT department. That's how I look at it at it yes. um, as the service you provide for small businesses regarding on what level they need it's just nice to have someone in your corner like yeah, we do you can actually marketing. book that online now so hey you can actually book that online with us so you can go through and that you can just pick it and yeah we'll give you a call back and talk about stuff so yeah we, it's relatively new that but we are working through it so but yeah, I think it's, it's like, a great option it's a great yeah. option because I just think it gives people they're able to budget what they need to do and they know that if they've got issues you're on the other side of the phone or the email and yeah. having that availability um, stops the overwhelm and that's what uh, we do with marketing in that regard and you guys do with with tech yeah. because I think these days you need someone in your corner for each level of your yeah. business and if you've got someone you trust it's a lot easier um, okay. to get things going than it is to google and try and do it yourself and then you don't know what you're doing in next of hours just hours. googling, <laughs> googling. It's, it's like people with marketing they google because they don't want to save the money and then they realize they've spent 30 hours in a week trying to do yeah. something that could have easily been done for them so um yeah. <laughs> is is really important and people need to know that it needs to be part of their business um budgeting and their business structure so the more we can let people know that and make it not as scary for them i think that would be important yeah. um well natasha it's been awesome to talk to you today because uh, god i love things all things all things tech but i'm just not very on top of my id so i needed you to come in and explain all of this to um to our followers because i think it's something that's really important but something i don't and i can't shed value on so i'm glad you were able to do that today um, everyone head over to Facebook website and um, Instagram. Go check out uh, Concept Tech and what they do. And if you've got any queries, I'm sure Natasha would be great to um, be happy to talk to you and just sort of find out the best option for you. Yeah. Um, now you enjoy Albany. I believe there's some clouds around there now, which hopefully will might oh, come my way in Perth. <laughs> so um you enjoy that gorgeous um part of the world and uh we'll no doubt be following you online and um keeping up to date with all the latest news that comes out of it sure. so thanks natasha and um we'll speak to you soon thank you yeah bye, -bye. bye, -bye. have a good day <laughs>